listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. We can shake our heads in wonder and make jokes about this one because nobody got hurt. Another wrong way driver. This was, uh, I think, on Thursday of last week. In El Mirage, a woman was, my God, she was so messed up, she crossed the median, continued driving in the other direction, almost hit several cars, and yet when they pulled her over, it was because she had stopped at a neighborhood stop sign. Oh, that's why. (laughs) She finally realized, oh, I'm supposed to pay attention to these things. But you're not going to believe this. Guess what her blood alcohol content was? Uh, I don't know, three times the legal limit. Um, That would be .24, right? Uh, yes, it would be a point two four. I'm sorry, you're a little low. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this, and, we, and we laugh, but this is obviously really bad. Yes, it is. She blew a point three three three. So her body was one third alcohol. Yes, although she was in no condition to convert to fractions. I'm, I'm assuming. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Had she done that three times, that's point nine nine nine. You're really close to being all alcohol. At that can point. you live? Obviously, you can live being yeah. a third, but alcohol. Okay, let's just, you know, you do the math, 0.08. Like you said, three times is 0.24. Four times would be 0.32. This is more then than four, four times. times the legal limit. That is That's serious insane. stuff. It's crazy. She's lucky she's alive. I mean, I'm, I'm lucky she's alive. Everybody's I mean, lucky they're everybody's alive lucky after, they're alive. after yeah. she cruised yeah. through. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing the next day she was more hungover than any Kansas City Chiefs fan was on Monday. Yeah, I'm guessing. Maybe. That. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is a, a record. I mean, you know. Oh, she gets this for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this was her. Long way song. This was yeah. her dumb move of the day. You're driving west without a clue. You're on the eastbound 202. You drove the wrong way home. Sounds like it. Actually, she was in El Mirage. You're westbound in the eastbound lanes. Uh-huh. Because you don't have a working brain. Nope. You drove the wrong way home. That verse was all true. You poured a lot of liquor in your mouth. Yes, ma'am. On 51 North, you're going south. You drove the wrong way home. Point three three three. You drove the wrong way home. Actually, she was on the 60. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. You entered traffic from an exit ramp. Oh, idiots, you are the champ. You drove the wrong way home. Actually, she crossed the median. Yeah. You drove the wrong way home. She was not very good, that's what I'm saying. None of the road signs say a thing. Yet the bell in your head don't ring. You drove the wrong way home. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Right. You drove the wrong way home. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Here it is. It's that time of the week where uh, well, we try to bring the, the, the community a little bit closer together by <laughs> identifying some of those strange people in your neighborhood. And I don't mean that they're strange because of the way they behave, although that could factor into why you call them what you call them. I mean, people you just haven't officially met, don't know their real names, and you got to describe them to somebody some way. It's time for your neighborhood nicknames. Yeah, like Lefty Swinger. Lefty Swinger lives somewhere near me. I'm not sure exactly where, but he walks a lot. And his left arm swings way back to the front, to the back, but not his right arm. All right. Just his left arm. All right. The dog catcher is a guy in my neighborhood. He's a guy that I wish would take his dog inside the house so we don't have to call the dog catcher (laughs) because he's all over the place. So this 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 lady has a another girl in her neighborhood. She's got a name for what is it? Little Gripper Girl. Little Gripper Girl, and why is this? Well, she grips stuff. 
you know what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, she, she, she understood. She, she gives everybody a helping hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's Weird yeah, one. yeah. Little gripper girl. Okay, right, kind of. Yeah, she's not in my neighborhood. All right, what else we got here? Go ahead. There was a guy in our neighborhood. We uh, had a block party, you know, and everyone come down, the kids and whatnot, barbecue. Well, there was this one gentleman in particular who set up a folding chair right next to the grill. I mean, if he was any closer to the grill, we would have been cooking him. Well, what he would do is, is when no one was looking, or maybe they were, he'd reach over under the grill with his thumb and his forefinger, grab a hot dog off the grill, no bun, no mustard, no nothing, and eat it. He did this about three or four different times. Mm-hmm. And from that day forward, he was known as the hot dog man. Hot dog sure, man. why not? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Makes sense. Hey, he's let, not using your condiments or your buns. So. No, no. And he's and he's not eating real food. It's a hot dog. He's not even using your paper plates or napkins. No, no. All he's doing is taking up a little chair space. <laughs> I think that's so, a fair, equitable trade. There. So don't condemn him. He's no. actually a good guest. I would think so, yeah. You don't even need to serve him. No, he just takes care of himself. wonder if when he was done, he folds his chair up and walks away. Probably did. Right, he's completely self-contained. Tomorrow at this time, we will have more fun. Some call it racist. We just call it fun because it's not racist. <laughs> it's time out for Spanish at this time tomorrow. Alrighty then. So there are your neighborhood nicknames. If you've got one, you can email them to mark at kslx.com or neanderpaulkslx.com or hell, give us a call. 480-470-KSLX. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Is that time of year here on the Mark and Neanderthal program where we we do this for really no purpose whatsoever except to just sort of debate back and forth. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame list of inductees is out. And tell you what, there's six of them. And we'll, we'll run through them with this guy on the phone, see what he thinks, yay or nay. Okay, then. Okay. All right, what do you got? So here's a way to do this. Okay, so do they go in or not, yay or nay? Depeche Mode. No. Doobie Brothers. Uh, yeah, marginal, but yes. Whitney Houston. I don't think so, not yet. T-Rex. Uh, not really. I don't think his popularity was uh, worthy. Notorious B.I.G. I think I know the answer. Definitely not. Nine Inch Nails. No, I still don't think so, even though I like them. So nobody gets in. No, he, he said, do- I think he said Doobie Brothers. Doobie Brothers, yeah. yeah. See, I, I don't believe the Doobie Brothers are Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. I think they're a good band. I don't think they're an immortal band. And again, I'm I'm a huge, like, I've got a high bar. If you're going to call somebody a Hall of Famer, to me, the criteria should be if the, there was music before this artist came along, and then there was music and pop culture after this artist came along, and the combination of the two makes them immortal. I don't think anybody with the exception of Whitney Houston makes it at that level. On this list? Okay. On this list. Um, on this list, and I, I don't like say- Whitney Houston, but the undeniable are undeniable, and she was undeniably massive. She was a massive star. Massive. She, she sold millions and millions yes, of records. And, and affected pop culture. And she really could sing right. very very well. Right. She was a great singer. Right. Sometimes she oversang, uh, i.e., I will always love you. 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 And and her version of the national anthem is a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's but, a bit much. Yeah, but she she deserves to but go she's in. She's legendary. She's she's somebody that yeah. you would say immortal. Well, no, you can only say that about one person. That's Hulk Hogan. Right. Of course. But that's not important now. 
No, it's not. <laughs> so, the Doobie Brothers, I think, go in. I think they, I think they get over the hump because of the Michael McDonald era. Even though I'm not a fan of that. Okay. They had some, you know, they had some very big albums and a lot of Grammys in those years. Now, I like, I, I like some alternative music, and and when I say alternative music, bands like Depeche Mode, who did the song Personal Jesus, and they had a couple of big club hits. They were sort of very seminal in the alternative world. Yeah. And Nine Inch Nails, which was really uh, uh, a pioneering band in what I like to call Mac rock, which was computer generated rock, which is synthesizers and and Apple computers and a lot of technologically, you know, uh, uh, proficient music. That said, neither of those bands can go in, in my opinion, before the band Kraftwerk, which was the band that invented that form of music. That, if you invent a form of music, that makes you a Hall of Famer. And they were on the list of uh, nominees, but didn't get inducted. But By the way, over. Good news, uh, Nine Inch Nails has already said they're going to get a manicure. Oh, well, ceremony. That's good. well, that's fantastic, yes. I think that's great news. Yes, that'd be fantastic. Um, um, uh, you know, bands that were overlooked, and, and these are the ones that people are arguing about. Our friend Rob Halford and his little outfit called Judas Priest passed over once again. They need to be in. MC5 passed over once again. Big Detroit, you know, uh, hard uh, uh, punk rock pioneer yeah. band. Uh, Motorhead invented Motorhead metal. should be in. Yep, not yep. in. Uh, Soundgarden, the first of the big Seattle grunge bands. Do they deserve to be in? If Pearl Jam and Nirvana are in, then Soundgarden should be in. Maybe. Thin Lizzy, I don't think are a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame band, but I love that band. Agreed. Todd Rundgren is always a, a critical darling, but not not big enough to get in. Um, you know. Uh, Pat Benatar. You Pat didn't, Benatar you didn't should probably be in. Now, you here's know, the weird part. The fan vote... The fan vote, which yeah. is where they give the fans the illusion that their their voice actually matters. The two bands that won the fan vote by a large margin were the Dave Matthews Band and Pat Benatar. Neither of them were inducted. That's really weird. Uh, so the fan vote meant nothing. That's usually, what they're saying. It's usually a big indicator of yeah. how some of the voting is going to go. So, nope. Didn't uh, happen. Dave Matthews Band, listen, if he's going to go in, there's plenty of time for him. He's actually very young. Right, yeah. Um, in, in the scheme of things. Pat Benatar, I... Not a huge fan, but she did have quite a she had a hell of a run. Right, I was you know for a while she was the rock version of Whitney Houston. Yeah, for a while yeah. she was that. And so but, here's the thing: yeah. the criteria. People always ask, well, what does it take to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And as far as calling it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or the Music Hall of Fame, that barrier was broken down years ago. So we're not even going to get into that. We're just talking about deserving artists. In order to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, this is the criteria: an artist must have had their first release. 25 years prior to the year of eligible nomination. So 1994. Yeah. If an artist, any anybody that came out from 1994 back was eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And that's the only thing publicly they'll say. Right. So the, uh, are the Beatles in? <laughs> Never mind. So uh, the arguments are, the arguments, and it's amazing because last year, I remember the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, there was a big issue uh, with regard to being inducted. You know, I, I think it was, it was when the original nominees came out, they said Motorhead, uh, that only the original three were going to be able to be nominated, and the other guys that were in the band longer than the original three weren't going to be on the ballot. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was like, well, of course we'll let the other guys on the ballot, knowing that Motorhead had no prayer to get in. Yeah. And we might as well stop all the nonsense and get on with the nonsense, which is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Yes. By the way, tomorrow's dumbass. We'll find out how seeing an Oscar nominee for Best Picture drove a man to dumbassery. All right. Yes. We 
are sponsored by Arrowhead Harley-Davidson. You can find them online at arrowheadharley.com, and you'll see this story at the Mark and the Interpol Facebook page. Bless you, Florida, by the way. Bless you. You're the gift that keeps on giving. Yes, always bringing us wonderful stories like this one about a 46-year-old woman from Lakewood Park, Florida. Okay. Who was pulled over around 7.30 at night last week, and it all happened in Fort Pierce, Florida. All right. When police noticed the woman was driving recklessly, so they, they pulled her over to the side. Sure. The first thing the uh, the police officers noticed was that this woman's car smelled a lot like pot. Oh. Very strong pot odor Now, is pot out. legal in Florida? It is not. Not recreationally. All right, cool. No, it is not. Just double checking. Uh, after the cops asked her to step out of the vehicle, the woman did, and, and she explained to them that she had a medical marijuana card and was carrying pot in the car, thus the smell. Okay. And the police did see a bag of pot in the car, but it wasn't packaged neatly like you might get from a dispensary. It yeah, was sort of in the... Yeah, they give you a little vacuum-sealed bag with yeah. a little label on it with a prescription and all that stuff. This was in, like, the sandwich bag. You know, like, one person might sell it to another. Oh, right. Kind of, yeah, know. yeah. Yeah, that's... No, no, I don't know a dispensary that will do that. Yeah. That's sort of a tip-off of recreational use could right be there. A, it could be a neighborhood dispensary. Your neighbor, <laughs> Bob. <laughs> yes. Bob the dispenser. Yep. See, the police were getting more and more suspicious, and they asked the woman, okay, let's, let's see the medical marijuana card and she told him oh it's in that it's in that hoodie right there on the front seat okay um so the cops reached in and grabbed the hoodie uh but, but the medical marijuana card was not in the hoodie oh no why not yeah the, uh, she did she didn't have it in the hoodie no there wasn't room because she had her crack pipe in the hoodie. oh right so. yeah so that'd be that'd be uh yeah be, and i'm sure she has the crack pipe card that you can get in florida for that yeah right? i don't know if there is one or not you sure uh, yeah i'm not Medi- sure. medical crack is not a, not legal in not florida that i know of. all right just checking yeah all right and uh the cops did know Notice a medical marijuana dispensary container under the front seat. All right. Um, so they open that up. Uh, no, no pot in there though. Oh no. Well, that's um, well, that's a shit. Well, that's because it's all in the sandwich bag. She probably right. She probably just took it out because look. Let's face it. Opening those Ziploc bags, you know, the, the they're vacuum sealed and they've got right. like a little like you know opening those and closing those. That can be a pain in the ass sometimes. Yeah. So you just dump it into a into a baggie, right? That's what she did. Uh, she did. Yeah. And, and then she used the uh, the medical marijuana dispensary container for her six racks uh, six rocks of crack cocaine. Well, right. You, yeah, for her crack pipe and stuff. Well, that's I'm sure that I'm but, sure that's legal, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. If you have a medical crack card, crack cocaine right. card, yeah. yes, which is available in Florida, exactly, or, or it should be. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me if it already is. The woman was arrested and taken to jail. She is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that was a beautiful story you just told. Yeah, you, I mean, you didn't really almost die this yeah. weekend. Yeah, I did. <laughs> no, really. You, no, I could have. No, what really happened was you just wound up being that guy holding up traffic, yeah, causing a big yeah. traffic jam is what happened. You yeah. were that guy. Yeah, yeah. five days later, we can look back on it for being what it was, but I cheated death on <laughs> Friday. <laughs> and, just, and, I, and here's the thing. I'm not sure I'm not sure if I have any, any legal recourse. Just, well, just to recap, you were, you were doing a friend a favor yes. and driving... A car she had restored, which was like a 55, right? It's a a 50, manual transmission. It's a 55 Chevy pickup truck with four on the floor, all right? Which means it's a four-speed manual transmission. Well, sometimes it's on the floor. Sometimes well, it's up in the air. Well, yeah, I was going to say, by, by on the floor, I mean the gear shift came out of the transmission housing while I was trying to shift it into into gear. To, to, you were at a red light. I'm, I'm, well, no, I was rolling to a red light and downshifting the car, the, the truck, because, <laughs> and, and here's the thing, like, 
I didn't realize why it was so hard for me to find the gears because, I, I mean, I've driven a standard transmission most of my life. It's a skill set that men of a certain age, Mark and I, yes. you had to have that when you were a kid. In fact, some parents were so cruel they made you take your driver's test using a manual transmission. Exactly. Right, so I, you had to not use one. Yeah. And so you had the your traditional H column, right? Yeah. You know, it was on the H thing. One, yeah. two, three, four. And yeah. One, two, three, four. First is forward. Second is back. Uh, third is over to the right and up. And fourth is all the way down. And Five is out in the air. But yeah, because you pulled the thing out. <laughs> yes, that's what happened. So I'm downshifting. I'm, I'm on a very busy street, Southern, in Mesa, uh, heading back to my friend's house, <laughs> who shall remain nameless because she may be the defendant. And I, uh, I'm downshifting from like, I think it was from third to second. And as I downshift from third to second, I take it out of third, which is up and to the right. And I take it back and to the left, just like Kennedy, back and to the left. Oh, geez. And I came out with the, holding a knob in my hand, and that knob was connected to a two foot gear shift lever that is supposed to be contained within yeah. the bell housing of the transmission. So, so really, I, you didn't just narrowly avoid death. You were just the guy that everybody wanted to kill because everybody's right. beeping at you, wanting right. you to yeah, get well, out of the way and let traffic and go. And that was the problem. Is I ended up, I was able to roll to a safe stop, but I had to shut the truck off because we were. I was in gear. Yep. So I had to put the clutch in, shut the truck off, and now I'm stuck halfway in the intersection at Southern, and I don't know what street it was, and people are beeping at me, and people are running up and going, hey man, do you need some help? I'm like, right. Yeah, can you can you fix a transmission in the middle of a red light? It's a rotten situation to be in when you're miserable. when you're the person holding up traffic. Holding up traffic ever happened to you? It, it, yeah, my car had stalled once, and uh, the person behind me didn't realize it and hit me, and there were two of us stuck in traffic. Uh, my car it was it was an old car that used to you had to you had to know how to. Pop it in neutral, restarted, and and when I was doing that, the person behind me didn't realize it and just kept going. So you would have been able to start it again if they hadn't screwed up. I did start it again, but they had already hit me. <laughs> So now there's two of you sitting there instead. Yeah. It's really their fault because you would have gotten going. Because I've had that happen too. You stall at a red line. You're like, oh my god, let me, and you get, and you finally get it started. You know, you press it all the way to the floor. And yeah, no, the worst, the worst is when you, you know, you realize you're holding up progress and everything. And, I, and it's not oh. just traffic. I mean, you could be at a, you could be, uh, maybe you're the person who decides to write a check in the uh, express lane at the at the uh, supermarket. Yeah, but you're if a you, jerk is what you are. Yes, but if you've had that situation, you know, in traffic on the road, I got I got another one too that it happened, but. 480-470-KSLX is, yeah, if, you're, if you've been that person who, like Paul... Almost died. Yeah, was, I, I think it was actually Paul's fault that he was that he was <laughs> almost holding up traffic or yes. holding up traffic. Now, it was my progress on Friday. It was my massive baby Huey-like strength that <laughs> tore the gear shift out yes. of the transmission. That's what it was. We were talking about, uh, you know, Paul having, having his vehicular mishap this past weekend. You mean when my friend almost tried to kill me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? what happened was you were stuck at an intersection, basically. You were the guy. You were that guy, not causing, that guy. causing the traffic It wasn't my up. fault. <laughs> even it was still, clearly a murder attempt is what it was. Even still, you were the guy behind the wheel whose car wouldn't move from the red light, causing everybody behind you to back up. And that's – it is a rotten situation. You know, I, I've had that happen where, you, you know, you're the guy making the left, but you're pushing your car. Well, and, and here's the I, funny I've part. I've been that guy. Guy runs up to me, you know, and I've got the window rolled down because I'm, I'm holding the gear shift out the window to show everybody that I can't move if I, even if I wanted to. Guy runs up to me and goes, hey, you need help with something? Are the two of us going to push a 55 Chevy across this, this intersection? Because unless you're ready to do that. Plus you had to get it into neutral. 
Yeah, I couldn't and get it. You didn't have a gear shift. No. So. Yeah, it was miserable. So uh, I think this happened. It happened to you. Is, you get stuck. Were you the guy stuck at the intersection? <laughs> oh, I wasn't, but my ex was. Hence my ex. Were you in the car? No, I had a 68 classic Barracuda fastback. Um, nice. And she, her rules was she was not supposed to touch that car. And she, while I was at work one day, she decided to take the coot out with the kids in the back seat. She went around the corner. And the car stalled in the busiest intersection in Chico, California, and because it ran out of gas. We didn't know how to look at the gas gauge. And she had to be pushed out of the intersection. And while she was being pushed out of the intersection, someone ran a red light and hit it. <laughs> oh. So hence uh, the ex-wife. You broke up. You, you divorced her for breaking your barracuda? No, well, there's other things, too. But <laughs> When they asked you on what grounds, you said, ooh, barracuda. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what you did. Sure you did. Yep. Beautiful. Oh, man. She wasn't so, supposed to touch the car. Don't even look at it. That's it right. It can't be looked at. He said those were the rules. Those are the rules. 480 is, what was she doing out of the kitchen? Oh, well. my what? goodness. Listen to that. Oh, I'm the bad guy. Yeah, yes, you are. The rage is palpable. Yes. People are not happy. But you know what? Um, you know what else is palpable? What? Um, the, you know, you're, you're drumming this whole story up that you were in danger or something like that. When yeah, like, Mark, I could have died. I think, I think it was your fault that you, you pulled the gear shift you, out. You, oh, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's, just, yeah, that's a thing. Just didn't, you just didn't know how to work the H yes. column on, your, on a manual. Yeah, it's, that's it's the, the thing. That's the, that's exactly how that. Those are, that's how a truck is built. And if you don't know how to drive it, you can just pull the stick out and just point to everybody and go, see, I don't know how to drive it. So, so yeah, Paul's, that's happened. Paul, it we were talking about, you know, you hate those situations, and a lot of us have been in them where something happens to your car, and all of a sudden you're the person who everyone's beeping at, yeah. everyone's wondering, what the hell is going on up there? Why isn't traffic moving? You're the person causing the big tie-up and the jam. And, yeah. you know, I've been in a couple of situations like that where I'm literally making the left through the intersection. I'm steering running alongside of it, and yeah. a buddy is pushing the car from behind. Yeah. We, a lot got, of us have been out, in that situation. I got out Friday with a gear shift in my hand from a 1955 Chevy pickup truck, and I was holding it above my head like Gandalf's staff. Like, and this gonna, was... None shall pass! Now, <laughs> you're saying you almost died. I could we, have died! We have on the phone, as a matter of fact, you may not know this, but this is the owner of that 1955 Chevy truck. So she heard you going on. This should on. be good. What a dramatic queen. Really, dude? Okay, Laura, first of all, for, for, the purposes, for the purposes of this conversation, you will be referred to in future reference as the defendant. <laughs> <laughs> the accused. Yeah. The woman who tried to kill me. Yeah. I mean, if that's the case, if that's the case, you two really shouldn't even be speaking. <laughs> right, exactly. We could be tainting the, 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 the trial. Oh, my God. You are so dramatic. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, easy for you to say. You were safe in my truck. Oh, please. I drove that truck home from Phoenix, and the same damn thing happened to me. And, and you didn't tell me that. Shut. Well, it, he was supposed to fix the damn thing after all the money I gave him. Yeah, no kidding. You just had that repaired, didn't you, when the thing came out? It repaired. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea how much money I spent. Paul can tell you off air, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I will tell you, I did not know the removable gear shift was an option in the 1955 Chevrolet pickup truck. Yeah, I didn't realize that either, but... Yeah, that's they, your security system now. Just pull the stick out. Nobody's going to be able to take it. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. It's better than the club. 
<laughs> so right, Laura, hang with us. Yeah, that is a. Uh, she did spend a lot of money on that on that truck. And, don't uh, don't yeah. you hate that too when you bring something in to be fixed and as as you're bringing it home, the same damn the thing same malfunctions. Damn thing, yeah. yeah, and, and the funny thing about it is, I think I told you when I when it happened, I, I called her on the phone. She's on hold. <laughs> she can't defend herself here. Uh, I called her on the phone and she's like, "Well, it's not supposed to happen." I go, "Yeah, I know. Thank you. I know enough about vehicles that I know that the gear shift is not supposed to come out like that." She goes, "Can you stick yeah. it back in?" And my immediate response, because I had to, I couldn't let it go, was, "Oh, that's what she said." Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Because <laughs> I am a jerk. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. One hundred point seven KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.